would agree with that on this. Wait, real quick. Why gentacular hugs? Why gentacular hugs? Because, we, as we just discussed, gentacular is of or relating to breakfast, mm -hmm. like breakfast-ish, everything yeah. relating to breakfast, and we just, like, went on in odes about breakfast food mm -hmm. and our various perspectives on that, and then also, we love hugging each other. We're pretty good at it, I might say. about our hugs because they're so marketable because they're so good so ideally you would want a gentacular hug because how else like would you want to start off your day like how much better could a morning get than than breakfast and a hug breakfast and a hug two things which imply a certain level of warmth write an analytical essay on it listeners there also is cold breakfast though so how does that Mmm, that's true. Do you prefer cold or hot breakfast? I think it depends. What would you cost? Okay, so, listeners, we are... <laughs> Bailey has an Americano, and I have the Bottomless Mug, which brought to you by The Muse, which is the best coffee shop in Lynchburg, hands down. I am a valid authority on that, but okay. we'll also be experimenting to let you know. So, anyways... <laughs> We'll try all of them. We'll try everything. And we have um, avocado toast without goat cheese, as I am... Daniel Fast. Daniel Fast. Ooh, so no so goat cheese. Solidarity for the weaker brother. Yeah. And or the stronger sister, I guess. Is it is? I don't know. More self-control. I feel like bread's probably not allowed, but that's okay. I kind of, like, just bypass it. Because it's multigrain. Anyways. <laughs> it's big. But would you classify this as hot or cold? Would I classify it? Well, the coffee is definitely hot, mm -hmm. for sure. And I would classify the avocado toast as hot as well because you toasted the bread. You, but it wasn't hot as I was eating it. Mm. So it's like it, but it was warm. When, it was warm when they brought it over. That's true. And there's some like hot pepper jelly or something <laughs> in between. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So definitely, like, wasn't it good? Oh, it was excellent. <laughs> I really like to experience it with goat cheese. It's really good with goat cheese, and they put honey. So it's like. Uh, Anyways, so, but I also had a grapefruit this morning, so it's like... Okay, okay. That's a nice little balance. Grapefruit and coffee can be interesting. Yeah, see, when I, when I think of cold breakfast, I think more of like, oh, like cereal or something like that. And I, I, I will, I will confer that is excellent, you know, mm -hmm. on a, uh, you just wake up, you roll out of bed, get a Saturday morning cartoon and a, and a bowl of cereal, that's great. But overall, I'm going to have to go solidly with the hot breakfast. You know? You got, with the exception of, 
cold leftovers Ooh. as well for mm. breakfast the next morning. Like when you're camping or when you're, you know what I mean, just like out and about or living alone, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like whenever my roommates leave, I'll like make something at Chelsea's for dinner and bring the leftovers and have those for breakfast with like eggs I stole from the rock or whatever. And like that's the best. But I think that's partially because there's a flavor of independence for me that goes with like the cold leftover <laughs> conversation. Because if I'm having breakfast with somebody else, like I'm not gonna be like, oh, please have my cold leftovers. But if it's just me, then I'm like, yeah, these pad thai noodles, these are gonna be oh sick cold. You know what I mean? We're gonna have to do this at some point. Like we're gonna have to be in like various spots and like eating cold breakfast together, but like separately. Yeah. Just gonna have to find a day. Solid. But other than that, I would say definitively. I don't. You gotta I, go. You gotta go. The worm. I can't be definitive because there's Greek yogurt and muesli. Have you ever had muesli? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay, so maybe it's, that's why. Maybe that will change my world. Hopefully. It's like. Opinions. But I'm also like a sucker for like anything like granola or oatmeal in that family. See, oatmeal's warm though. Right, but muesli is like oats, dried fruit, nuts, and like fresh fruit, and you chop it up like. Put it with yogurt overnight. It smells like cold oats, overnight oats. Okay. Then, but it's like Swiss German, German origin. I had it this summer because my boss was Swiss German. Slash the white boss. But anyway. Well, we're also, like, you're also asking me a question on a morning that's a little on the chillier side, a little dreary, nice and rainy, which I love this weather, but it will sway me towards the warmer side of things. Understandable. I think... I just can't be definitive about it because there's so much. Because you can't be definitive about anything. <gasps> We're about to have our first fight, listeners. Get ready. Oh, man. I'm going to need to recapitate fully for this fight, but... What would we call our listeners? Munchers. Pot- Potians? Oh, Maybe we don't have to address them at all. It's like a fourth wall. Like, they're just oh. there and we ignore them. Oh, we just pretend like they're apps. not. We need their endearing love and support for our subscriptions to go up. Well, I actually don't because we have zero subscriptions. Because this isn't real. <laughs> it's okay, listeners. We still love you, even if Bailey calls you the pottiest. <laughs> Sounds terrible. <laughs> She's struggling to take off a hoodie. Okay, even though she is a grown woman. She's a sophomore in college that can't take I'm off a sweatshirt. Senior, come possibly. on. You're not a senior. You're going to be here. You're going to be here for two more years. Shut up. I don't have to. Anyways, you will be. I know. <laughs> One and a half. I could have graduated this semester. Whatever. I <gasps> Keep going. Is that your shirt? Nope. Yep. Yep. I think so. <laughs> One day I'm going to get on the train of like everybody sharing everybody else's clothes, but I just feel uncomfortable you walking into me. a room and I'm taking it. What? And like just walking in and taking people's clothes. Oh yeah, no no no. I don't mean giving clothes, I'm buying that. Right. But I don't like borrowing people's clothing. Feel weird about it. Just as a brief character sketch, because we have lacked lacked we have a lack of introduction to you, dear friends. Yeah, we just sort of decided to do this and, and jumped on it. So before we get into whether or not I am definitive, I feel like we should have some form of character sketch here. Yeah. Right? Which probably will be aided by defining you as definitive or not. It's like an yeah, analysis. But it's an analysis of a character they don't know, so that's fair. Yeah, true. Okay, so how are we going to introduce ourselves? Do you want to you you introduce me and I'll introduce you? Sure, and you then, go first. And then we'll... 
I was vaguely aware that there was this child in the back who frequently got in trouble for talking. Yep. Because I like literature. I'm an English major, but yeah. I'm, it's just spoiler. Um. <laughs> Plot twist! Because <laughs> they care so much. Uh, yeah. Um, and I think you were probably vaguely aware that there was this person in the front of the room who slept through most of the class. Which was so impressive, because even though this professor <laughs> couldn't give a frick about anything except when I cut up in class, yeah. he, he never noticed this girl in the front row who was out every time. I slept for, I mean, it's an hour and 15 minute class, and on average I'd sleep for 45 of those minutes. It was so at impressive. Least, at least. I'd wake up when people like started shuffling our mm -hmm. chairs to like whatever. Yeah, so anyways, that's how we met. Yeah. Um, also, keep in mind, this is not a traditional college classroom in the sense of, like, there aren't hundreds of people yeah. in this room. <laughs> there are three rows. There's, like, 16 kids. I'm in the very front, right in front of his desk. It's like, right in and front. And he never noticed that I slept the entire time. But meanwhile, I'm in the very back It's the row. hat, kiddos. The hat is the trick. Uh, that's true. Bailey's got an amazing collection of baseball hats or trucker hats. Quite a few. They're awesome. I've also got some, some, uh, some flat bills, some snapbacks. Yeah, I just don't have any that match this. I do actually, it's Batman one, but I'm going to go biking after this, and I don't like to bike in the snapbacks because those are like my swag hats, so I don't want them to get too sweaty. Gotcha. This is fine. I can get this sweaty. We need to have a bookmark. Watch out for our next episode or future episode of discussion of hats and why I really, really want to get some nice trucker hats in my life. Uh huh. Um, and I have one, but I completely demolished it. Well, when's your birthday? Um, We'll talk about that later. Oh. <laughs> this is Maggie. <laughs> Birthday redacted. Birthday redacted. So anyways. Shoot. Hats. Hats are great. We should talk about hats. Um, the muse itself is actually getting frustrated with our talking. Yeah, probably. <laughs> vibrations. So anyways, Bailey. Middle name redacted. Campbell. Yep. Um, so. Bailey is... A badass <laughs> sweetheart, which she will probably hate me using to describe. Well, her. now we can't target the Christians. <laughs> Lovely Jesus following friend of mine who, if you need a body buried or a prank accomplished. Quick question you should never bury the body. That's amateur hour. See, so much DNA in one place. Okay, well. <laughs> That, that, there you go, folks. I don't even need to speak more to that. <laughs> Her vast array of knowledge that seems to span all categories, heard of or not, um, she is into the Marvel and DC universe, but prefers Marvel. Solid. Solid. Um, Except for the new Wonder Woman movie was yes. incredible. Gal, I know. I know yeah. I now aspire <laughs> to either be or marry Gal. I'm fine with that. Yep. This is her woman crush for forever. Between um, that and Demi Lovato, like, I'm just... It's expressive. Uh, and what else before physical? Um, trying to think. Yeah, I don't know. I'm bad at describing people, especially when they're directly across from me at a table because it's like she's getting a little nervous right now. It's kind of because it's like I can freak out about someone, but it seems kind of needy to do it like to their, to their face. face. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a deep, deep abiding love for Bailey, but it is very strange for me to profess this to her. Yeah. As our friendship is as it is, but um, we get lunch together Tuesdays and Thursdays, and now yeah, Saturday breakfast. Um, she has. Shoulder length brown hair mm -hmm. and beautiful dark brown eyes. 
fantastic smile and this really fun like sneaky look that she gets that she likes to like use when she's thinking of something or doing something that she probably shouldn't but will get away with. Mischi mischievous. Mischievous. She can probably kill you or at least pin you down because does she does jujitsu or is learning jujitsu but also is just generically good at all things strategic and is going biking later, which is not a physical description, but lets you know more about her physical endeavors. Is this true? Is this Here true? we go. Okay. That was, that was uh, solid. I shouldn't have let you go first, because <laughs> now my description is going to suck. Um, well, I felt like mine sucked, so it's okay. <laughs> valid. Okay. Oh, well, I'll fill in a little bit of our backstory, because yeah, yeah. we met we in Curtis. This class, Professor... Dr. Carl Curtis, which should just, like, that's a, a book name. Somebody out there write a short story. Dr. Carl Curtis. Um, <laughs> met in his class, but didn't really meet in his class. I did not know her name. Oh, that's fun. I just simply, later, um, I have a mutual friend named Genevieve. Or Genevieve. Yeah, it's, it, the pronunciation varies. <laughs> it's basically, as long as you say the G and the V in there at some point, she'll turn, so it's fine. Yep. Um, and gradually got to know Maggie just through Genevieve, and then this year we're on the same hall, mm -hmm. and so then as it happened, we were able to have the opportunity to get lunch together three times a week, which has greatly expanded our friendship. This is true. We always had this, like, you're the one that got away, but, like, I'm not yeah. going to let you get away thing. Yeah, because that was, we had that class, oh gosh, you first, was the first semester? First yep. semester of freshman year, mm -hmm. and then, I don't know, there was always, you know, just this sense of like, oh, we could have been really good friends if it weren't for the kind of class that we had met in, you know, if we had met in a more social or maybe a bigger class where we could get away with talking to each other a little more. Um, so then it was lovely that Genevieve was able to accidentally <laughs> reconnect us, and then we ended up on the same hall. She's right across the hallway from me. It's so great. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Yes. And Genevieve is my roommate as of this year. So and Genevieve is another lovely human being. Absolutely a gem. We might have a guest appearance of various friends. Yes, yes. Guest appearance of Genevieve. <laughs> but we're not allowed to actually call her Genevieve the entire time. We just have to do different variations. It'll be like uh, like categories or something where you can't repeat any of the variations. You know? So we're just like, Jeeve, Genevieve, Genevieve. <laughs> like, keep going. We're giving you lots of like things to look forward to, guys. One of Obra. It'll be great. 10 out of 10. Would recommend. <laughs> An episode that's just entirely us spinning off of Genevieve's name. <laughs> <sighs> this gives me so much joy. Okay. Lovely. Okay. So, Maggie, is it Elizabeth? Is that the middle name? Try again. Maggie something Cox. Maggie. Is it like a Margaret Ann thing? It's Margaret, yes. My, Margaret. my true name is Margaret. Oh, Margaret <laughs> Lena. Lena. Oh, that's so much better. Yes. Yes, so yes. for you. Thank you. Is it L-E-N-A or L-I-N-A? L-E-N-A. So, the right way. Yes. Good for you. <laughs> Margaret Lena Cox. Yeah. This is Mags. I don't know the last time I actually called her, like, her name. <laughs> Whenever I'm like, oh, I have plans with Maggie. I don't say Maggie. I'm like, oh, I got plans with Mags. I'm just like, kind of keep rolling with it. <laughs> um, Maggie is... Hmm. 
I would say one of the most quietly fierce people I know. There's just this. Inarguable strength that sort of permeates the room whenever she's there, but you never ever feel like you're not going to be safe or anything like that. It's kind of like no, it's like when your when your when your big sister or something walks in the room and you're like, oh man, she could like kick the crap out of me, but. <laughs> You never think yeah, she's going to, unless that's your relationship with your sister, yeah. in which case, fun. Yeah, and then that Mag would not be the sister. Mag would be the sister that would step in between the two of you, though. But also, is generally not prone to aggression or anything like that. So you just like feel, you feel very safe. She is an, a fellow badass at the table. <laughs> she's on the climbing team for Liberty, which I don't know if any of you out there are underestimating it like I do. When I say climbing, I mean rock climbing. And I was like, oh, that's cool, I guess. And then the first time she took me, I was like, oh, never mind, I'm dying. And actually, <laughs> this is not nearly as easy as I thought it was. I, I, the first time I went, I didn't realize that like I'd been doing rock walls wrongly my entire life because I thought that you could just like climb up however you wanted to. No, you know how they're like all these fun multicolored like different things on the wall. They're not just there for aesthetic appeal. You're only allowed to touch one color. What is this? It's fine. It's strategic. She's also grown leaps and bounds in her climbing skills, so don't let her self-deprecation of any sense fool you. She is so good. Continue. Oh, well, thank you, but. Maggie's better. <laughs> um, so yes, I love her strength. I think I think Maggie has a unique ability to be firmly grounded in what is current and what is present at the moment, at the time, but also see what others don't. So. You know how people are like, oh, you gotta get your head out of the clouds, keep your feet on the ground. Maggie somehow does both. <laughs> Which is magical. Also, she owns like four articles of clothing. Then <laughs> this gets back to the t shirt not being mine. Yeah. Yes, all of my clothing can fit into uh, one of my backpacking backpacks. Yes, because she is a lovely little hippie child, but not. She's more an, an, an adventure, an adventurous soul, an adventurous <laughs> soul, which is again grounded but head in the clouds because sometimes you need both. <laughs> you need both, and also she'll be like, "Oh, can I do this thing? Sure, I can do this thing," and not really like think in the future. It's great. It's <laughs> wonderful. I can always convince her to do things that other people would not because she's like, sure, that doesn't seem like it'll have any consequences down the road. Let's do it. Wait, what do you think? I love this description. I don't disagree, but I'm trying to think of... Oh, is this like the jujitsu thing? Jujitsu, for sure. We are going to do that. Just, I yeah. apologize. Oh, I would recommend Mondays, not Fridays. Fridays awesome. is a, a severely intense crowd. Okay. Mondays is rather simple. Um, at least so far. Like, Jack and Brendan go to Fridays, so that should tell you... It's it's uh, insanity, but fun <laughs> in a weird way, spastic way. Um, no, I mean like I've walked into your room before and been like, hey, I'm going to move my car or I'm going to go to this or go to that. Does anyone want to go? And you'll be like, I mean, sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> when I know that you have a paper or something like that to write. Um, but yes, has almost no clothing. 
which is great for adaptability and transience, but frustrates me greatly because then she will come to me and say, oh, help me pick out an outfit. And I'm like, great, let's go look at your closet. But there's two things there, so. There's three. She gave me a beautiful shirt for Christmas that I've gotten many compliments on when I wear it. Well, thank you, friend. Anytime, anytime. Um, Physical description. She's got slightly past shoulder length, dark, magnificently curly hair that I'm frequently jealous of, but it's fine, it's natural, it's whatever. Um, and sick as frick, blue eyes. Love them. You know how people are like, oh, like, is it like ice blue or something? No, it's not like that. It's like real, like, I don't know, almost gray blue and they're my favorite um I don't know sometimes you look her in the eye and you have a feeling like oh she's like seeing me but she's also seeing like another fantastical world overlaid over everything like some sort of secret life of Walter Mitty nonsense that would be so cool secret life of Margaret Lena Cox um but my absolute favorite thing which is why I saved it for last this would be my finale is Maggie has the greatest laugh known to mankind. <laughs> it is genuinely my goal in life. Like, I feel like I have been productive and efficient and added to society as a human being if I can make Maggie laugh. Which she does a lot. It's good. It's great for multiple reasons. One, it's ridiculously loud. Unfortunately. And normally it's like the first two syllables are very, very loud, and then it kind of gets quiet, so it's great, because when you're in class with her, it'll be like, ha, ha, and everybody will, like, look, and then she's just, like, cracking up silently to herself (laughs) for another few minutes, um, so it's a great feeling, it's great validation for any sense of humor, but more than that, it's like a, I don't know, it's very infectious, it's just, like, it comes from the gut, not, like, how people laugh, like, from their brain, or, like, just, you know, they feel like it's, like, bouncing in and around, like, between their ears somewhere. It's like Maggie is trying to, like, keep it in, which why, but it just, like, bursts out, and it's so joyous, and it is my favorite. Wow. And that is my favorite. This has been, yeah, this is awesome. This has been super edifying. Like, I they know. don't care, but now I feel so loved. Good, I'm glad. I'm like, same. This <laughs> is the hugs part of Gentacular Hugs. <laughs> Hopefully, you guys will feel as loved as we do, because we just get to, like, love on each other, and... Listen, that's what the, the segment of the show should be, right? So it should be like the first part is all things tentacular, and then, and then we do a segment that's called hugs. like like hugs, and it's like you know we pick a person or a thing or whatever, and we're like let's talk about how much we want to lavish our affection on this one thing. This is so exciting. And then we can finish it out with like annoying things that actually matter or something. I don't know. We'll, we'll think of another segment. That, like so just because this is our first like you get all the brainstorming and all of the yeah it's great this is very impromptu yes on the note i'm getting more professors, those don't exist. Well, your professor can suck it. Well, not auditory, but just like learning styles. He's like, 
I'm also English education. Not that this matters. Oh, yeah, yeah, what majors? Go. So I'm international relations with some other stuff. And don't burn yourself. It's okay, it's okay. Careless. Anyway. And Mags is English with teaching license. And possibly adding a minor, but I don't really know. Yes. She has a great analytical mind for the literature. An appreciation thereof. Yeah, I won't analyze your grammar and call no. you out. No. I can't even speak English myself, it's fine. No, but Mags has a great appreciation for the human story in and of itself. And so any style of writing that can epitomize or somehow express an aspect of what it really means to be human, I think, is really what she excels at. And what appeals to her about English and what she wants to impart on her students, but am I wrong? This is also this is all accurate. Also, in the future of Jintacular Hugs, we will some somehow be in another country visiting one another, and Bailey will be telling me lies about why she's in this country, rather than the truth that is not allowed to legally or. Oh yes, my goal is to become so high in the level of like ranked badassery that people can't know anything about me. Like I want to actually have my middle name redacted. That's kind of my goal. <laughs> so yes. That gives you any idea of what Bailey's vocational yeah. aspirations are there. That sounds way more intense than it is. I just like want to do strategic intelligence because it seems to me that such things are rarely handled in a way that also um, takes into account dignity for other people as human beings and as like creations of God, you know? And uh, just a little, a little, not trigger happy, because... That's a whole nother philosophical argument, but um, just a little, a little reckless sometimes, and so I, uh, I would like to, to impart my, my take on it, get my stamp, do the things, while also justice is a really big deal for me. So there are a lot of great law enforcement agencies and prosecutors and things like that, but sometimes it's nice to be on the quicker end of justice. Where it's just kind of like, oh, you did this thing and we can't prosecute you because legally we weren't supposed to be there, but we know you did this thing, so you're definitely going to get some recompense for it. And that's just like, it's nice. So, it's a nice concept. Yeah. Okay, decisiveness. Is this where we're going? Definitive. Definitiveness. Yes. Because I think that Maggie as a whole has a challenge in being definitive. Like Janice. Okay. 25. Um, how so? Maybe 20 if Gloria Piper gives us the oh, troubles. Yeah. So my car is lovely. I sounded the heck of Southern just saying that. Um, but anyways. She's not like car. That lovely. It's, it's a great adventure vehicle, not because of where she can take you, but because you're not really sure how it'll get you there. <laughs> this is also Bailey's first time in my car. And uh, the windshield wipers are jacked. But, uh, we're gonna figure it out, and it's kind of stopped reading, so that's nice. Oh, well then, we'll be fine. So we're not gonna die. Yeah, 25 minutes. And, as mentioned, this is my favorite coffee shop, so I know the route back to school a lot better. Fair, 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 fair. So anyways. And when she says jack, she doesn't mean like, oh, they're not working. She means like, they'll work, and then they'll kind of work, and then they'll get stuck on each other, so then there's like a V for a couple of swipes, and then after that, the left one will literally fly off of the physical windshield and wrap around to the driver's side window, like over the rearview mirror. 
It's great. No, no side mirror. Side mirror. Yeah, side mirror. It literally wrap itself around the side mirror like it's just like pointing back down the road. It's great. The disc- the Gloria dex- Piper is just prophetic and is telling us something about our lives and where we come from. She's very dexterous. Symbolism. Um, she's very what? Dexterous. Good. <laughs> Good word. Thank you. But, uh, yeah, she's also going on 19 years old, so... Aww. I know. Yeah, no. Can we have a birthday party for her when she turns 20? <laughs> I don't know if she'll be around when she turns 20. Oh, come on, Gloria. You can do it. Anyways, okay. We'll have a 19th birthday for her and we'll be like, Yes, Gloria, you've almost avoided teen pregnancy. Which, in her case, is like, You've almost avoided an entire life without someone giving birth in your car. <laughs> which is a shout-out to yours, truly. But, anyways. That's good. That's not, like, a goal to have it. Oh, life. I know. It's just funny. <laughs> um... Okay, so why am I defi- not definitive? I feel like there's certain things that I get definitive about, but I like to listen. But I think that's me jumping the gun on talking to you about this. No, you're good. Um, unless you get more of like, I don't want to be. I don't feel attacked if that's no, no, what no. you're concerned about. No, 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 not an attack. I want to change it to a philosophical discussion of the merits of definitiveness. <laughs> That's a word, yeah, as opposed yeah. to like, this is why I think, like, making the case for it, which I can do, and I will start with that. But let's do. Um, I think I just think that I see the world generally in a much more black and white way, and you see it more in a gray way. And so, additionally, like something about you is that you have a really hard time picturing the future mm-hmm. in terms of not like oh I'm gonna go camping on Saturday or like making future plans it's not like you have a hard time with that but just like picturing like oh in 20 years where do you think you'll be you have a really hard time with that hypothetical because to you like it's kind of transient like who knows where you'll be and like those kinds of things and um, the appreciation for all the various aspects of an individual or of a group or of life as a whole keeps you sometimes fairly like present-minded, which is great, but that also takes away a certain ability or a certain desire to be definitive because it's kind of like, well, why would I definitively say that this is the best thing when there are still good things about this and there are still, you know, so it's really... It may be less about an inability to be definitive and more about a consistent gift of appreciating an individual or a thing, even if it's not necessarily the best. You're gonna, you, you rarely say that it's not the best. Yeah. I'd say that's accurate. It's just funny because, like, I don't... We're both fairly metacognizant, and I don't think that I see that in myself, but I've had various people describe it, which is really entertaining, Mm -hmm. partially because I didn't realize that that wasn't the norm, but it explains a lot of things, like, in my philosophy classes, why I get frustrated with, like, thought experiments, because I'm like, this is literally, like, so small. Yeah. Like, it's forcing you to make one of those decisions. So why do you, like, do you see B 
just as great. Because there are times that, like, I am in my grade and it gets, like, frustrating and confusing and kind of filters back into this, like, self-deprecation thing. Right. Because it's, like, I'm not definitive and other people are. And yeah. So it's like, oh, okay. shouldn't I be? Kind of okay. So what are your, like, what's your perspective on being more black and white or perceiving yourself to be more black and white? Before I answer that, can you answer the reverse? What do you mean? Like, the benefits of seeing gray? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I talk too much. Let's, I want to listen to you. Um, I think, and you don't talk too much. Um, which, ironically, now you're wearing a gray sweatshirt. It's very symbolic. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I'm wearing a gray sweatshirt over a semi-yellow shirt, which I will never wear yellow. This is, like, the closest it gets. No, it looks really good on you, though, because, like, the blue is matching. It's nice. I really like that shirt. And it says Texas on it, which I kind of hate, but I love Jeep. So, yeah, but it's also very representative of your personality. Because it's just, besides, te- besides Texas, it just has this, like, shot of a vaguely desert kind of yeah. backdrop. <laughs> and, like, at any given time, if she didn't have school and other obligations, Maggie could probably just be found at some random point in the wilderness. Like, in the future, I might tag her while she's sleeping with a tracker because I'd be vaguely concerned, just, like, in general, that she'll end up on a mountain range somewhere by herself and be like, oh, shoot. Yeah, there are various <laughs> reasons why, for Christmas, my sister gave me a wilderness safety phone mm. that I left at home. Good. Um, <laughs> because Good. I didn't think I'd need it at least this semester. Um, I'll bring it with me. My mom gave me a bunch of safety stuff, too. It's almost like our parents are vaguely <laughs> aware of our reckless actions. Wow, that's strange. I wonder why. Um, anyways, that was my sister, though. What do you think about parents? My, anyways. Yeah, she's just older, though. Oh, yeah. So, so she's not, like, actually an authority figure, but it kind of counts. True. Which, that's another thing. Okay, so, hats. Patriotism. We need to listen to the whole thing over and Yeah, we're just to listen. Anyways. Um, but sisters and their relationships with their own. Yes! Because you're younger and I'm older. It'll be great. Okay, so seeing someone in gray, I... Which is kind of funny. I don't know. Anyways, um... I think it is a lot of what God's taught me just in our relationship. Of I'm in the middle of things, so it's like it seems like calling something definitively black and white. Like I have a strong sense of morality, hopefully, but I also have a strong sense of education and learning. So it's like if I come from this premise of like I probably might not be fully educated about a situation. Mm-hmm if I can have a better or more complete understanding, then I can arrive at a better conclusion. Right. But for a lot of things, so like for like timing and planning of like big life events, it's like I'm in the middle of things and I can't get that education until I'm there. Right. So it's easier to be in the moment to make decisions that are now mm-hmm. and have consequences for now mm-hmm. because of those facts, because I can to the best of my capabilities, be educated about the now, right. in theory. And, I don't know, that gets into a whole, like, temporal analysis deal, but, yeah, I think... So is the idea to, like, absorb as much as you can, or is the idea more to, like, keep a bunch of different ideas fully formed, you know what I mean? Um, is it, like, absorb as much as you can and then make one decision, or one, like, theory or one whatever about something, or is it... No, I'm going to keep all of these different options open and just sort of learn more within those things until they gradually go closer to one. See, I don't know, because that's this is an abstract discussion. Oh, of course. But it's like, I think it 
not like depends on the situation, but it's hard for me to like answer that without having a specific situation in mind. Right. Um, Which ironically is another example of not being definitive, but <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh gosh. Anyways, see you hear the laugh and now you understand. It just makes me so happy. <laughs> I think okay. I'm like trying to like. It's like a jolly. Yeah. Jolly. It's like it's like not in like the Santa Claus way, but it's just like Mr. Fuzzy way. Yeah, it's just like a genuine jolliness. <laughs> Um, which is funny, because I always, like, aspired to be, like, an old fat grandma when I was younger. Well, then, there you go. <laughs> You're halfway there. <laughs> You've old got the laugh, garbage. the coffee, and everything else. Um, I think it is a... And the, like, four shirts that you wear repeatedly. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're fine. What time is it? Um, I, like, low-key just forgot the ways that you described it. But I'm answering like the benefits of it, or like. Oh, I said, do you, is the idea to like like be a sponge and like absorb everything, oh, oh, oh. or is it more like a spider web where you have like a lot of different things branching out at the same time? Like the spider web, because okay. it's like if I'm going back to like trying to have a wholeness of the story, it's not like I I don't think I can understand anything mm -hmm. like fully, completely, totally understand something. Mm. Oh, how very Socratean of you. Yeah, thank you. Socratic. Um, that's Socratic. that's the right word. <laughs> Well, in the sense that it's like there is always something to be learned. Like, right. I like have been geeking out about lines recently, and like okay. why we're drawn to specific. Like, you can look at a line and be like, that is a line. Like from point A to point B, it's a line. Mm -hmm. But like, the theory of lines and why we're attracted to certain lines and not other lines. Right. Like, like why I really like the spiral staircase. Why do I like that shape? Why right. do I not prefer mm -hmm. just the regular? Which is like mostly an aestheticism conversation but at the same time there's like other aspects of that where it's like right mathematical and whatever which is what like, Rorschach tried to prove with his you know but anyway. like that's just an example of it where it's like I don't have this I can understand what a line is but I don't have an understanding of lines mm -hmm. or linearity or the aesthetic of lines right um but it's like I like to just kind of like mull over it mm -hmm. a little bit so I think the lack of definitiveness comes from I can be easily overwhelmed by the spider web of everything okay. that it's like it's so small why would I try to be in control of something right. that is only this big in the biggest right. picture lack of definitiveness is not the idea necessarily that you cannot form a definitive concept right. but that there are so many various concepts that you do have the ability to form Basically, your mind is too big. <laughs> I don't think it's my mind. I think everything else is too big, and my mind is, like, very small, and, like, trying yeah. to see the, the thoughts about things. Right. Too many. So it's, like... Various branches. Which makes everything kind of, like, floaty and less mm -hmm. concrete, but I guess that's... Because it's, like, I wouldn't consider myself indecisive. Um, no. No, no, no. interesting in those... Decisive in and definitive are two different things. Mm -hmm. So, anyways, that's my paradox. Go. It seems legit. I love picturing your mind just as like the center of a web about any given things and just this like ever exponentially increasing complexity with which you view various aspects and circumstances, situations, blah, 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 in the world around you. That's fascinating to me. Thank you. All right. I love it. Go. What am I going about? About the strengths of 
definitiveness and like strength strength or your perspective on it or just kind of like thoughts about it because I kind of like give it my spiel about okay. a life of gray. Mm, life of gray. <laughs> not the shades of gray. That's different. <laughs> <laughs> that is an, not an episode we will <laughs> not, expand upon. <laughs> not a discussion up for debate. Um, Especially not in a public coffee shop. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, that could be a midnight breakfast episode. A midnight breakfast, yes. It would be great. So good. Which would be we'll really good. We'll call that Gentacular Hogs colon past curfew. Past curfew, which. Yeah. So it's just, like a 3 a.m. breakfast when you're not really gonna like go to bed. <laughs> yeah, and that would be like the golden ticket because like they'll just have all kind of nonsense coming out of my brain. Yeah, jump starting metabolism. It would be great. Okay. Yeah. We'll, just, we'll discuss some. The kinds of routines we keep in another day. Our little ticks, it's great. <laughs> um, okay. I would say I tend to be more definitive in nature. Not necessarily as a strength or weakness, just as a qualitative aspect of my personality. I would agree with the sense of, who was it, I can't remember who it was, who the guy was that said, um, logic is simply the best way, or, the, logic is simply a way for things to go wrong quickly, you know, kind of a deal, <laughs> um, the most efficient way to get there, something along those lines, I don't remember it quite exactly, so, I think we have to be careful when placing too much emphasis and value in the idea of, oh, this is logical, so this must be right, and nothing else is wrong, you know? It's almost like, uh, like Brandon Chadwick in their novel say, um, that science is a progress report, you know, not to be taken as, like, the absolute truth or, like, those kinds of things, um, which I think has a lot of merit even in relation to other aspects that we think about and those kinds of things. So I do think that a weakness of being definitive is um, a loss of flexibility and humility. You have to keep those two or else definitiveness turns into rigidness and rigidness is not, at least not necessarily, but I'm gonna go with probably not almost ever um, beneficial to your life progressionally. It'll help you hold really fast to whatever you think in that moment, but, you know, as progress continues, you may be left behind a little bit. Um, So I would say being definitive in nature for me is more about is more about a sense of Maybe purpose or concreteness. Mm-hmm. If that's, I'm using a lot of words that don't exist, but it's okay. Um, Poetic license. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> this whole thing is very hippie. Like, we're fine. Yeah, it is. Um, or hipster. I'm not hippie, but whatever we're doing, it's fine. We can it's make another. up our own words. It'll it's be a, another, another day, another podcast. Another, oh, too many Christmas. <laughs> We've got like 10 episodes now on that. Oh, another um, fun fact Bailey's um, euphemisms are just like. 
the best. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. Oh. I appreciate that. Um, Rigidness. Yeah. I wonder if I add a little orange zest to my banana bread. If that'll. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> I made banana bread in a mug this morning for the first time, just like trying to figure out how to do it. And it was fine, but I want to make it better, so sometimes so my brain bounces a little bit. Um, okay, so I think for me, I'm definitive in knowing where I come from, not necessarily where I'm going in terms of thought. So I think that's really important because if you get yourself too much on one railroad track, like it's tough to get off. Yeah. Whereas I sort of think of it as like a I don't know. Like when you have a real map, not like your phone or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but so you can't just like walk around while simultaneously staring at the map. So you look at the map and you say, Okay, well right now I'm at the crossroads of this street and this street. This is where I am. And I'm pretty sure that's the direction I need to be going. So you put the map back into your pocket and you start walking that direction. You walk maybe, you know, 10 blocks or whatever until you feel like you need to look at the map again. So then you bring out the map and you say, oh, you know what? I think I went a little too far. Mm -hmm. But if I go back and then I make a left or I make a whatever, like, yeah, that's kind of, So I think for me, the definitive quality comes from just, like, I don't ever want to feel trapped because I have enough of a mental thing feeling trapped in other ways, you know? So I don't really want to feel trapped in like a, oh, I don't know what to think, I don't know what to believe. So if I can say, okay, well, you know what, I don't know what I'm, what is right or what I'm going to believe about this thing in the future or where I'll arrive. Because the goal, obviously, is to arrive at the best possible conclusion, the best possible, you know, most ideologically sound and meritorious um, thought concepts possible, but if I can say, okay, well, that's the goal, but this is what I think about this right now, and I want to constantly reevaluate that in the future, that's where it comes from for me. So, I think maybe you tend to be, like, just simultaneously branching out at a lot of different things, mm -hmm. which does keep you very centered, which is nice, you know? Yeah. So you're, like, the spider web. I think I'm just a little bit of, like, a, just, yeah, just a little more of a map, you know? I'm going to go this way, and I think this is what I think, mm -hmm. and whenever somebody brings it up again, or whenever I'm faced with the situation again, like, I will reevaluate and make sure that's what I still think, you yeah. know, and then, deal. but until then, I'm going to act based on this, because I can't be crippled by the weight of not knowing until then. Gotcha. So that's for me. That makes a lot of sense. Like, I can relate to that. Thank you, man. Every once in a while. I try to make a little bit of a coherent, coherent, uh, argument. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more than every once in a while, but, so, how are we, how are we going to wrap this up? How, how are we going to close it? How are we going to close? What is the good closure? What were your thoughts on that American Bringing it back to breakfast. Bring it, yeah. Bringing it back to the breakfast. Bringing it oh, back bless. to breakfast. Um, I actually thought... But the Americano was quite good. Nice. Um, Americanos, fun fact, do you know about the history of Americanos? Oh no, tell me. Okay. I like this. Oh, just uh, say the word one more time so I don't say it wrong. 
gesticular. Gentacular. Gentacular. I was about to say gesticular, and that's that's not, not the same thing. That's not the same thing. Gentacular. Um, fun fact about Americanos. Yes. So Americanos are called Americanos because they were invented in Italy. So that's why the ano or whatever comes from. During World War II, because when the Americans eventually took over, you know, Mussolini was one of the first axes to really, like, kind of lose his grip. Yep. Um, so as we, they were going up the Italian countryside, there wasn't a whole lot of actual fighting to be done, because most of the Italian people were like, yeah, no, actually, we jumped off this ideological train a while ago, so, like, thanks for coming, can we make you food? Um, and they would make them espresso, but the espresso was too strong for the GIs. <laughs> like, the GIs literally could not handle coffee that strong, mm -hmm. and so that's why, you know, make an Americano, you take the espresso, and then you water it down. So that's the Americano version. So sometimes it makes me feel kind of weak to, like, get an Americano, but I just really like espresso, and it doesn't last long enough for me. So, yes. So I felt the Americano was good. I think the issue sometimes happens with Americanos is in the mixing of the espresso and the water, it's not done at the correct temperature. So then, not that, like, it separates or anything, because that's different, but the viscosity is just a little bit off, like sometimes you separate your mouth. And this one didn't do that. And there were no browns, and so I was like, okay, that's fine, solid. Good coffee flavor. How was your bottomless mug? It was... With a unique uh, post-it note. She got a specialty flavor that like wasn't even officially written on the <laughs> Yeah, it was, there's Sumatra, but it's like a specific kind of Sumatra, so yeah. it like had its specific origin okay. or whatever, whatever. Also, we're both, I think, fairly strongly opinionated on coffees yep. we drink drinking drunk sure drank yeah black whatever it is yeah you do a black <laughs> we do a black um and but in I my like that so <laughs> that's that yeah um and in my small experience with being a barista making americanos is a lot of fun um making espresso shots is literally the best thing ever okay so okay. well can, next time that can be my oh no but so the bottomless mug um really good love this mantra i generally depending on the flavors because they have three choices you can pick from i'll like go between two and then stick with one but that's when i used to drink like seven cups and now i'm sticking with like the one or two yeah so now we're, we're trying to be healthier people yeah it's great. in general um, so, I really like the Sumatra. It has a good taste. It's like one of my favorite mid to dark roasts because it's like slightly piney, but like not. And, uh, so. What was the original question? Um, we bring it back to breakfast for some reason. Bring it back to breakfast. I don't think there was an original question. It was just like thoughts on the. Oh, thoughts on the. Thoughts on the Yeah. Okay. And the other breakfasty things. I feel like we should have like a way to close it. Yeah. But we gotta have a way to close it. Let's, let's think about those. They can be along for the brainstorming, right? Bringing it back to breakfast is a good way to like get there. Yeah. And once we have our international audience, we can shout out to. Yeah. Well, we'll people. we'll shout out to like our sponsors and nonsense like that. Like at the end, you know, we'll be so, like, hey, thanks for blah blah blah. Inaugural shout out to the Muse for uh, keeping me caffeinated and uh, allowing us to come up with this yeah this brainchild yeah it was really birthed in the muse it was it, we were inspired it was ironic because it's called the muse thank <laughs> you yes. nice okay um okay can we do we need we need something like a like a word of the day or fun fact that's how we should fact. end it so we had the fun fact right we had our fun our... So that's the story of americanos right so there we go that's that's what you can impress your friends with this yeah. week and so, until next time. Until next time, we will see you on Gentacular Hugs. Yeah, yeah.